Again. All right. Well, hey, welcome everybody to Cineboys Podcast. Uh, today is our uh, our second official episode. Uh, it's also our coronavirus extravaganza. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk tips. We're gonna talk headlines. We're gonna give some uh, you know some of our favorite uh, sick day movies, some of our favorite pandemic movies. It's gonna be a good time today. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll go ahead and get started with introductions. Uh, first and foremost, uh, in his closet in Columbia, Missouri, we got uh, Tom Bragg. Hey, Tom. Hey, what's up, boys? Tom, have you seen any uh, movies, any new movies, in the last couple of weeks besides the one you're going to review for us later? Um, let's see. I well, aside from True False, no. I uh, attended True False. Uh, True False uh, Film Fest is a documentary film festival held here in Columbia, Missouri, and I attended this past weekend. Had a grand old time. Uh, saw about. Uh, seven six or seven documentaries okay you know they weren't all the best not the best year but you watch some time. films no 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 i always make a conscious effort to not say film because of how pretentious it sounds especially over true false but oh. you know well good for you man each his own good for you that's me all right well that's cool man uh, nothing, then... nothing mainstream i've seen recently gotcha all right, well, cool. And uh, joining us from his, it looks like, home office in Lexington, Kentucky, uh, we got my good friend, Mob. How the hell are you, Mob? What it do, babe? You know, I'm great. Just trying to survive this coronavirus world. Oh, I got you. I got you. That's why we're here is to give people advice on what they can do in regards to movies and film uh, when it comes to coronavirus. Have you seen anything in the past couple of weeks? Anything? Anything new? Honestly, man, I've been binge watching Love Is Blind, so that's oh. what that's what I've been doing. It's the it's the best show on on Netflix. Good, Kevin, so, you watch it? Uh, haven't watched it yet, to be honest. Been caught up in The Bachelor. We're gonna be real big into The Bachelor this season. Imagine, imagine. Oh, Bachelor's been great, but Love Is Blind is like Bachelor on steroids. I know the premise. Like, I know what it's about. It's so great. It's fantastic. I can't <clears throat> wait for season two. It's so terribly awful that it's beautiful yeah to like yeah. just the people their commitment level to this experiment blows my mind because i would just be laughing the entire time and it's, it's, it's a kind of a good uh, experiment though you know it's like uh, they don't show anybody uh. until uh, they propose i think it's cool i don't know uh. <laughs> hey what larry david uh <laughs> All right. And then uh, finally, joining us from his office uh, in uh, in Columbia, Missouri, we got uh, old Kevin Keith. How the hell are you, Kevin Keith? Doing good. <coughs> <laughs> oh, no. I'm doing good, guys. <coughs> Do you have I'm, the coronavirus, I'm fine. Kevin? I'm totally fine. Totally fine. Oh, man. Okay, <coughs> totally well. Totally fine. Um, I'm good. Have you seen any new movies the past few weeks? I really haven't. Nothing. Well, nothing. Good. I'm glad. I'm nothing, glad you've been watching movies to nothing, join us on our movie podcast. Nothing good worth seeing, if we're going to be honest. Oh, okay. Anything worth not seeing? Um, probably. I'll tell you one movie I would never want to see is Invisible Man. No way. I saw it. It's awesome. It fr- it freaks me out. I don't. Li- I don't like it. It gives me the heebie-jeebies. I wouldn't see it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I I really enjoyed it. Um. Can I chime yeah. in with a new movie that might be worth seeing? Sure. I was scrolling on the Netflix the other day, just looking through, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I see Post Malone talking to Marky Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, 
I gotta see that. I forget what the name of it. It's something Spencer. Um, Spencer Confidential. Spencer or something? Confidential, yeah. I think, is what it yeah. is. Yeah. I will be checking that out. It's a legit movie, not a doc. Yeah, it's a movie. Oh yeah. Lord. And then yeah, of course there's me. I, I'm Kenny, joining y'all from Austin, Texas. I've seen a lot of movies in the past few weeks, like almost too many. Count. I've seen. I saw Invisible Man. I saw Sonic the Hedgehog. I saw, uh, I think I actually might be at as far as theaters go, but watched a few movies in preparation for this episode, which we'll get to in a little bit. Um, but yeah, with all that, let's go ahead and get into these headlines. Yeah, a lot of coronavirus headlines, believe it or not. Everything's getting canceled, everything's getting postponed. I guess the big thing is that uh, No Time to Die, a new Bond movie got postponed to November. Which is good. Sure. Yeah, no, they just because they don't want people going into uh into movie theaters in gathering places. It's funny though, cuz like sorry if I'm interrupting, but they're just moving it from one flu season to another. Yeah. Apparently coronavirus is coming back in the fall even if it goes away. So oh, awesome. Well, by then we'll have a cure. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. So then it'll just be a regular virus that everyone gets. <laughs> but I I like it just because I I mean, I wasn't a big fan of the movie being released in the spring anyways, because I feel like Bond movies are supposed to come out around Thanksgiving. So It feels right. This, Yeah, this feels better to me. I, I mean, it's a longer wait, and I'll probably forget about it by the time it actually comes yeah, out. that's okay. The other one got, that got postponed, and I'm sure there's going to be more, but as of right now, the other one is Peter Rabbit 2, which... That okay. devastated <laughs> me, if we're being honest. <laughs> I was pretty upset about that. <laughs> I didn't even know there was a, a Peter Rabbit one. I had no idea. I guess I'm out of the, the loop of kids' movies. I don't, you know, personally don't go to see a lot unless it has to, unless it involves Sonic the Hedgehog. What do you have against children, Kenny? Uh, nothing in particular. I watched Toy Story 4 the other day, actually. That was okay. It was, it uh, was fine. I've made a bad habit of going to see kids' movies in theaters, though, and I realize I can't do that, especially <laughs> during the day. Well, you can't go by yourself. I, that's how I usually go to movies by myself, though. So, I mean... If you go to a kid's movie, it should be at, like, 9, 30, or 10 when there's no yeah. children there. Yeah. Oh, is that worse, though? I don't know. I don't know. but um, It's all just kind of bad. It's It was weird. It was just like a kid's birthday party when I went. Take your, take your life-size doll next time, and you can put it in the seat next <laughs> to you. I'd have to pay for that seat, though, which would be annoying. With the postponed like things being postponed there's also things being outright canceled like i guess the big thing local for me uh south by southwest got canceled due to coronavirus uh i know there were a few movies that they were planning to premiere there i know uh judd apatow's new movie was going to be premiered there so that's kind of a big deal and speaking as a resident of the city of austin uh not great for a lot of local businesses because they kind of rely on that they were expecting to make 200 million dollars this year like Mm -hmm. an economic impact and that ain't great it's not great i also heard that they had to lay off employees of the fest of all yeah they had to like lay off 50 people which yeah bummer i will say though because they canceled it hannibal burris ended up premiering his new stand-up at true false so that was kind of cool. And then I think he did like a, uh, I didn't get to go, but I think he did a uh, Skype Q&A. Hmm. So it was a very last minute thing. But I just thought that was pretty cool. Cool, man. Good for you. Yeah. That's great. It was I'm, I'm glad you me. got that. You take just, from us uh, and give yourself. <clears throat> uh, yeah. 
Okay. So yeah, that that's it. Uh, I don't know as of right now. I don't know if there's any other big festivals that are being outright canceled. I know that there's a lot that Coachella are... got suspended and potentially canceled. I saw. Right. I saw that it was postponed last night. I checked, yeah. but I didn't see anything about it being canceled. And then um, Cannes Film Festival or Cannes Film Festival uh, is on. It hasn't been canceled yet, but they're seriously thinking about doing it. Um, which I heard they don't have like insurance so if they do they're gonna lose a ton of money and then yeah other outside of the coronavirus you know the other big news is harvey weinstein has officially been sentenced to 23 years in prison what do you guys think about that i uh i feel like good right sounds like it's deserving he'll be 90 years old by the time he gets out of prison is it long enough yeah, I was thinking, I was kind of, I thought it would be uh, a longer term. Like, I thought it was going to be one of those things. Well, doesn't he have, like, uh, other sentencing hearings, too? Maybe. Like, this was just New York today, I think, wasn't it? That, that could very well be the case. So you have to go to California, too, or something? It'd be so to, can you imagine being an 89-year-old in prison? It'd be weird. It's always, it's already going to be a bummer for him. They might as well just put him in for life, like... I mean, <clears throat> that's essentially what they're doing, right? I think it, I think they gave him a shorter one to mess with him, his head, like potentially he could give get him some out. hope. <laughs> yeah, I can get out on good good merit. Maybe get some probation. So yeah, and then uh, box office. I mean, lately, uh, as of today, um, this past weekend, looks like Onward was the number one movie at the box office. You know, followed by Invisible Man, and then The Way Back, which is the Ben Affleck alcoholic basketball coach movie which looks a little too real great yeah that looks that one looks a little rough i've heard it's actually really good i forgot who i was talking to but they went and saw it over the weekend they loved it i bet my parents would love it i'll be honest i want to see it i think it looks good it looks it it doesn't look bad it doesn't look bad at all it's definitely like a a, probably a red box night or something that's on hulu i i yeah do people still use red box I do. You do? I do. Yeah. I read box Knives Out the on Saturday when I moved. What did you think of Knives Out? It was good. I liked it a lot. I'm a big Ryan Johnson fan, so I was I was yeah I was really pleased with it. Apparently, they're making a Knives Out too. Don't see the need, but okay. Well, I mean, it's just going to be another murder mystery with Daniel Craig as the as the lead investigator. Yeah, that's all it's going to be. But he. The movie wasn't even really about him. No, but it's just an excuse to have another like jigsaw puzzle type plot. It's, it'll be fine. It'll be good, I think. Yeah, I'll I'll see it. Yeah, there won't be any connection in story. It's just going to be like Daniel Craig has to solve another murder mystery, probably. So it's kind of like a uh, older James Bond. <laughs> yeah. It's, be- it's Actually, better this yes. way because he's he's older and he can't get around as easily anymore. So. And he's got a really interesting southern accent that doesn't sound that yeah. southern. Yeah. It's weird. Questionable. Well, that's pretty much it for headlines and box office. Now, we want to make sure we're doing our part to combat coronavirus. And, you know, since Mob, our good friend in Kentucky, is married to a doctor... We thought, who better to bring us some tips on how to stay safe from the coronavirus than Mr. Dr. Kate O'Brien. So, what, what? give us a tip. What should we be doing right now? Seeing as I am in a house of learned doctors, I am the only one qualified to give these tips. So, tip number one for coronavirus. Uh, wash your hands frequently. Regularly and thoroughly 
clean your hands with an alcohol-based hand rub or wash them with soap and water. Make sure that water is a little warm. You don't want it being cold. Why do you want to do this? Washing your hands with soap and water or using an alcohol-based hand rub kills viruses that may be on your hands. That is your coronavirus tip number one. Thanks, Mob. I feel safer already. I actually went and washed my hands while you were saying it. That's not Good. true. I'd have to walk around in my sink. Well, yeah, thanks, Mob. And so today's episode, yeah, we're just going to talk about, um, you know, we have a couple of things that w- we brought that we want to talk about, first and foremost, our favorite uh, movies, pandemic movies, um, kind of just get us ready for coronavirus season. And then after that, we're going to talk about our favorite sick day movies, some movies that we like to watch whenever we're stuck home with the coronavirus. Um, so we each picked out one movie per category. We haven't told each other what the movies are, but we're each going to list, uh, you know, kind of one by one, explain why we picked it. So we'll start off with our favorite pandemic movies, and that can be anything revolving around spreading of some sort of virus. So that could be medical, chemical, zombie movie, you know, anything like that. But yeah, we'll go ahead. Uh, we'll start with Tom. Tom, what, what did you pick as your favorite pandemic movie? I've actually got a couple. If you don't mind, I'd like to share both. I swear to God, Tom, if you take He's mine. just got to have his time in the spotlight and just... I'm going to say, so my my overall favorite pandemic movie has got to be World War Z. Damn it, Tom. Uh, you know, love Brad Pitt, big Brad Pitt fan. Um, but it's also just, uh, I don't know, I feel like it's well-paced, entertaining storyline. It's... It doesn't really differ too much. Like it's not like a, a super original idea, but it's overall just a good, fun pandemic story. Now, I'm gonna throw a curveball out there. I love arachnophobia, and it's very similar to pandemic <laughs> okay. movies. It's not exactly is, a pandemic. Didn't see that coming. But it's okay. a si- it's a very similar idea of there is like a a patient zero. And then the infestation just spreads and takes over the whole town. And, you know, what What better duo to take down a bunch of poisonous arachnids than Jeff Daniels and John Goodman? Also, if you're looking to get scared shitless, that's the movie I would recommend. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, that's unique. It makes sense, though. I like that pick. Um, so I'm glad you... Picked that and then also took the time to steal Kevin's. So good for you, man. All right. Well, with that, Kevin, how about you, man? What's your favorite pandemic movie? I'm going to go in a different direction. How about one of my least favorite pandemic movies ever? And that would be Green Zone. I don't even know if anyone remembers Green Zone. With Matt Damon? With Matt Damon. Is that Paul Greengrass? Uh, let's. I don't even remember much about it. All I remember is that at the end... He basically found the source of the contagion or whatever it was, and then the movie just ended, and that was... Is Green Zone, Green Zone a pandemic? I thought that was a war movie. It was a war movie, but it was like a cover-up for this disease that's... I, unless I'm remembering it totally wrong. I just remember I hating it. I do not it. remember that. Well, this wouldn't have been an issue, Tom, if you hadn't stolen my movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a good one. I... It's, I mean, super oversaturated now, and this kind of started that oversaturation, but the original Zombieland was pretty good flick. Um, yeah. It yeah. started the whole zombie craze, I feel like, and it had that unique style of uh, Jesse Eisenberg doing his whole rule number one while running away from zombies, cardio, blah, blah, blah. It was good. Yeah. And uh, people don't remember it for being I feel like it's overlooked now just because 
that style is so overdone everywhere that you look. Right. But, I feel like I that know. was. I feel like every zombie movie that came out before that was meant to be a horror movie. Right. It made it for sure made fun of the fact that it was, and the whole Woody Harrelson's the best. So. I don't know. I remember seeing that movie in theaters and just having a smile on my face the whole time. Like I, I, I enjoyed it so much when it came out. I haven't, I haven't watched it in a long time, and I haven't seen the, the sequel. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed Zombieland. I actually recently watched Zombieland because uh, my Brag. my lovely wife Kate had not seen it, mm. um, so we watched it. And yeah, what I remember it coming out, and I was just like, yeah, that, that looks stupid. Like, come on, what are you, what are you thinking? Also, I don't like Jesse Eisenberg. And then one night in college, uh, I was bored. It was on Netflix. I had heard it was funny, and I watched it, and I laughed my butt off. So Yeah. Mm. Jesse Eisenberg doesn't ruin it, and I think that's one of the best compliments. Right? (laughs) That's right. That just nailed that. (laughs) That is so astute. That is Zombieland in a nutshell. That's good. Well, uh, uh, my, let me read. No, hold oh, on. I'm let me, sorry. Let I'm me sorry. read the Google synopsis for Green Zone. Got it? Because this okay. Could yes, be, please do. Chief Warren Officer Roy Miller, Matt Damon, and his team of inspectors are on a mission in 2003 to find Iraq's reported stockpiles of weapons of mass destruction. Traveling from one dangerous site to another, Miller and his team fail to find any chemical agents or other weapons. Instead, they discover an elaborate cover-up. In which the most elusive weapon is the truth. Oh, it was terrible. Classic Paul Greengrass movie. <laughs> yep. Fifty-three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Honestly, too high. Wasn't interested. Still not interested. That's a good one. That's a good one, there, Kev. Well, Mom, how about you, man? Like, what's what would you pick as like favorite pandemic movie? This might shock you all. I remember vividly watching this movie for the first time. Uh, my friends telling me it was a horror movie. Me, at the time, not really being into horror movies, being like, I don't really want to watch this. But I couldn't leave because I, I don't think I could drive at the time. Classic. And so uh, <laughs> I was stuck there with my friends watching this movie. Turned out to really enjoy it. It's a 2010 <laughs> flick called The Crazies, starring Timothy Oliphant. And I remember that. What? I love I've never Timothy even heard Oliphant. Of this movie. Really? No, I've never heard of it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I remember watching it thinking it was a horror movie, um, but really finding it to be more of a thriller. Um, and I've, I've always kind of enjoyed Timothy Oliphant, and so uh, I think that's the movie that actually started my enjoyment of The Fellow. Okay. 71% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's not, it's not groundbreaking. It's a remake. Oh, okay. This is going to be. It's a remake of George A. Romero. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, So, I don't know. I enjoyed it. So, are they zombies, or are they just like... It's like a virus that gets thrown out. Zombie-esque. They're they're Mm zombie-esque, yeah. They're not like your typical zombies. Okay. But it's a a virus movie. It's kind of like when you're in Resident Evil 4. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. They're not zombies, but there's something wrong with them. We all know... All about Resident Evil 4, yes. You guys were pretty creative. I mean, mine's pretty straightforward. I went with the movie that I saw as a kid that scared the shit out of me because it could actually happen. I went with a little movie called Outbreak. Mm. Yeah. Just a 90s classic. And it's just got, you know, so many A-list stars. It really is like the Mount Rushmore of Me Too actors. So you got oh. Kevin Bacon. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> 
Kevin Spacey. So you got Kevin Spacey, Dustin Wait, Kevin Hoffman. Spacey's in that? I don't remember that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Dustin Hoffman. Kevin Spacey, Dustin Hoffman, Morgan Freeman, all three have been accused in one way or the other of doing something they shouldn't have been doing. Uh, but on top of that, you also got Cuba, uh, who I won't sully his name. Uh, Rene Russo. Donald Sutherland's yeah. in it. It's McSteamy. Uh, or McDreamy. Yeah. It's McDreamy. Really? I just... I so I actually so on uh, Sunday I went back and watched it because I was thinking you know it, it like right now on Netflix I think it's like I don't think it's in the top ten but it shows up as like popular on Netflix right now because I guess everybody's that watching. That is. It. Um, <laughs> People are. Sick. But I went and wa- I went and watched it and uh, like the first scene in that movie is like <clears throat> these guys in like hazmat suits like visiting this uh, village and I think I think it. I don't think it's Vietnam. I think it's an African country. I can't remember. But they show up in these suits, and these people are dying from the disease, and they're, like, asking, like, the people, like, oh, are you going to, like, give us the cure? And they're, like, yeah, we're working on it. We're working on it. And then they get in a, the helicopter, and the guy's, like, calling the plane, and they just blow up the village. <laughs> it's maybe one of the best <laughs> openings to a movie I've ever seen. I mean... Yeah. That's it's how you great. Kill a it's, virus. like, five minutes into the movie. Yeah. They're, like, hey, we're just going to... Yeah. But the best part is that they're telling everybody, like, oh, yeah, don't worry. You're not going to die. You're not going to die. And it's like, yeah, we'll just call on the plane. <laughs> Napalm! It's not, it's not, like, it doesn't, like, I remember when I saw it when I was a kid and it having such a profound effect on me. Like, it was just one of those movies like that and mm-hmm. other movies, like, Volcano was another one. Daylight or whatever. It's the, the one with Stallone in the tunnel. I love those movies. Those disaster movies from the '90s, though, man, like those are so good. They scared me so much as a kid and gave me so much anxiety. But now, when you go back and watch them, they're just like, "Oh, these are so bad." Like Outbreak is, I would not probably would not say Outbreak's a great movie. It definitely feels very '90s. That's the thing is that with those movies, like you definitely know it's a '90s movie. Yeah, because there's just something about like the formula to them. Like they all play out in the exact same way. Right, mm-hmm. and the special effects are like they're still like real. They're using like real explosions. None of it's CGI. I, I, it's all great. I love it all. But um, it's definitely it's worth watching the first five minutes just to watch that <laughs> scene where they just blow up the village. But yeah, no, that's that's what. A, wow, we should probably. I'll probably list these on Instagram, and uh, that way people can uh, check them out for themselves. All of our favorite pandemic movies. But let's get into the real fun one. Let's start talking about our sick day movies. So it's fun to talk. I think it's gonna be more fun to talk about this because they're gonna be movies that probably don't make any sense. I know mine don't. All right, Mob, what's your favorite uh, sick day movie? So I'm gonna I'm I've, I'm gonna do two, but only because I, for some reason I remember what my sick day movie was as a child. So I'm gonna go ahead and share that one. For some okay. reason, whenever I was sick as a child, all I wanted to watch was Homeward Bound. Oh wow! I just wanted to throw that movie on. And watch it all the time. Um, so I, I thought I'd throw that in there. Now as an adult, honestly, I've taken, and I, I mean this, in my, uh, in my working career, I've taken one sick day. Um, and that was last year. Brag. And Yeah. I mean, that's what it was. I, I just want to brag. I like to use my PTO when I'm not sick, so I'm just going to get you all contagious. Sweet. Um, no. But so now as an adult, I think my favorite sick day movie, it's perfect. It's three hours long. Heat. Ooh, yes, that's a good one. Heat. Oh. Just throw that on. Uh, you're entertained for three hours. 
I could do a whole episode of this podcast where we just talk about heat. We could. Uh, do that. We should. We should. I we should I would all do our homework. Do. We'll watch. We'll all watch heat respectively. Take notes. It will come together, and just analyze. I mean, it's just it's so good. It's everything you want, and like when you're when you've just got time to kill, you're laying on a couch. I mean, it's you know that movie's easily in my top five favorite movies. And yeah, like it, I, I'm putting that on the list of ideas. Like, I would love to have an episode where we all just watch Heat and then talk about it for 45 minutes to an hour. There's just so much there. It's such I'm a in. great movie. Man, those are great picks. Uh, all right, well, cool. Well, uh, Kevin, how about you, man? What's your uh, what's your sick day pick? So I'll do two. Also, I'll do the childhood angle. Did anyone ever watch Little Big League growing up? Yes. Yeah, yeah the kid somehow falls ass backwards into owning the twins, and then he's the manager. Yep. That was like yes. my actual dream as a child. <laughs> like, I was like, how can I own the Cardinals? What can I do? <laughs> Damn it, Grandpa, why don't you own the Cardinals? But, uh, and there's that whole scene where he gets caught watching, like, um, naughty movies. And I never understood mm-hmm. that. And I watched it, like, a couple years ago. And I was like, oh, this is a child's movie. It's such a weird scene <laughs> to have in, like, a G-rated movie. Um but really, I'm a basic bitch, and I, when I'm sick, I'll literally just like watch any Harry Potter. I'll start at one, and I'll just like watch all seven of them. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Nice. Because it just feels like if you've got the whole day to kill, I'll just, I'll just watch them all. Doesn't even matter. And uh, you can fall asleep in the middle of it, and you wake up, and you know exactly what's going to, you're not going to miss anything. It's just going to be Daniel Radcliffe grimacing a little bit, and acting pretty horribly and uh yeah harry potter yeah i think series are great when you've when you're sick and you're on the couch all day because it's just yeah, one it's after like, another you oh, don't have I to finish one just gotta yeah. keep it rolling all right well tom now we've snaked our way back to you all right perfect what, what is your uh what's your pick for uh sick day movie so i you know i really enjoy that childhood um uh, motif we've got going on as well that really when mob mentioned homeward bound it really made me think one of my favorite movies growing up as a kid um was hook that yep. movie <laughs> oh yes. that movie just gets it every time brilliant performances from again dustin hoffman and robin williams just oh my goodness uh and then but now as an adult you know i don't like mob, I don't get sick a whole lot, and when I do, I'm right. not always like thinking about. I don't just have like a go-to movie anymore for that sort of thing. And so like, I was thinking about this all day, and I struggled, and I couldn't really come up with anything. Because honestly, when I have a day like that, when I just feel like garbage, I'm throwing The Office on, and I'm watching that like all day long. I don't, I don't have like, I don't always have it in me to like start a whole movie, which I know mm. I'm just gonna be sitting there anyway. But I feel like The Office now that I've seen it as many times as I have just doesn't take a lot of thinking to just kind of like put it on and rest up. So yeah, that's, I think the last time I was actually sick, I didn't watch a movie. I think I just watched parks and rec the whole day. Yep. So that makes a lot of sense. Well, that's cool, man. That's cool. Uh, well, yeah. So I, 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 I thought a little bit and then, you know, while we were talking, you guys started talking about childhood. Uh, I think, I don't, I don't know if I have a movie from when I was a kid that I watched a lot when I was sick. But I do vividly remember watching uh, Batman Mask of the Phantasm <laughs> when I was sick. I never as a saw kid. that. If you've never seen it, it might be the best Batman movie. What? Yeah. 
it's animated, so you I mean it doesn't, you know, it's not in with the live action ones, but like it's a really good movie. Um I would I highly recommend watching it. It's it's really good. Um cool. so that was the one I remember I don't you know, I wouldn't say it's my sick day movie, but I definitely remember watching it as a kid. I do have my my sick day movie which I have actually haven't watched in a while to be fair to I haven't been sick in a while, but Brag. Uh, honestly i love going through young guns one and two when i'm sick wow i've never seen those i gotta check those out they're just they're just not they don't take a lot of effort to watch but at the same time they're they're fun and adventurous and old westerny and it's got emilio estevez in it basically everyone from the 80s emilio charlie sheen alan ruck Kiefer Sutherland is he in it? Kiefer Sutherland is in it. Like you name it. Like there's a ton of people in that movie. But yeah, uh, both. So I I do remember. I think I was in college when I first started. I've done it like three or four times. But Young Guns one and two is what I'll watch when I'm really sick. Uh, and it's it, you're, that's a solid four hours right there. Nice. Four plus yeah. hours of just old westerny '80s music movie. It's great. Well, cool. Well, hey, you know, this is a lot of fun. We're all having fun. But I think we need to, you know, do our part again. Spread the word on how we can be battling the coronavirus. So, Mob, can you hit us with another coronavirus tip? I will. Uh, I'm going to throw this in as breaking news. You heard this first on the Cineboys podcast. I'm just hearing word from league sources that Rudy Gobert of the Utah Jazz has tested positive for coronavirus. The NBA has suspended the season, so my advice, stay away from NBA players. Yeah, Rudy Gobert. They suspended the season? Yeah, how crazy is that? Suspended the season. Now, the entire league is done for the year, is what you're saying. Well, Well, suspended. No way. Suspended. You can come back from a suspension. Oh, okay. All right. I just, that's nuts. It's crazy, insane. right? So I, I do want to give you a more practical one. I just thought it was crazy we're recording this, and this comes out at the time we're recording it. Wow. Now, for your more practical wow, piece wow, of advice, wow. maintain social distance. Maintain at least three feet distance between yourself and anyone who is coughing or sneezing. When someone coughs or sneezes, they spray small liquid droplets from their nose or mouth, which may contain virus. If you're too close, you can breathe in the droplets, including the coronavirus, and the person coughing <laughs> has the disease. So my advice, start a podcast with friends around the country so you can do this in the comfort of your own home. Wow, look at Classic. us. We're already, we're already doing our part we to fight it. We are pioneers. Absolutely yeah, pioneers. That's awesome. Well, thanks. Thanks, Mob. Appreciate that. Um, well, yeah. So, Tom, I understand that you... Uh, you saw a little movie since we last had an episode, and you'd like to review it for us. I have seen a movie. Oh my gosh, you boys better strap in for this one. Alright, Horse Girl! A review. Spoilies <laughs> ahead! Alright, the first thing to note about Horse Girl is, I don't know what it was that I watched. Also, it's a tight hour and 44 minutes, no more, no less, which... For a movie that's as weird and unsettling to watch is really what you want. Anyway, Alison Brie plays the unfortunate Uggo in our tale, who suffers from night terrors and has an obsession with this one horse, hence the name of this film, Horse Girl. She also constantly sends out a weird, creepy vibe, which makes sense because 
Horse girls are just so gosh darn weird. From the start, you're already alerted to weird happenings and unexplainable things, so you know you're going to be in for a potentially wild time. For starters, Allison Bree's character Sarah works at a fabric store and her work best friend is played by none other than the great Molly Shannon. And her character definitely puts out super weird vibes throughout as she is just a tad too interested in Sarah and her life. The other weird unexplainable thing is Sarah's roommate. Throughout the movie, I could not stop thinking, how are these two people friends? Like, Sarah's roommate Nikki is played by whoever came in third at a Chrissy Teigen lookalike contest, and that, paired with the makeup work on Allison Brie, is insane. Like, it's kind of the friendship version of Jerry and Gil Gergich from Parks and Rec, you know? One's beautiful, and one is not so much, and is maybe into one specific horse too much. Nikki also has a boyfriend who is a mega douche with an aspiring rap career, so that's probably the most normal thing of the movie. As the movie proceeds, though, we are given glimpses into Sarah's mental state, and the lines between reality and dreamland become way too blurred. Sarah has these super weird and creepy recurring dreams that move her to sleepwalk and then wake up in strange places. She has no idea how she got there. She also gets these nosebleeds and eventually develops weird, unexplainable bruises all over her body. Most importantly, though, these dreams develop an extreme case of paranoia and sus suspicion of her perceived reality. All of this builds throughout the movie until eventually she suffers from a complete mental breakdown. Despite all the weirdness, it doesn't stop Sarah from finding young love. Enter Nikki's boyfriend's roommate, played by American Chris O'Dowd. This guy is just a likable dope who is honestly really into Sarah, and after a night of drinking and smoking pot with Sarah, asks her out on a date. But at this point in the movie, based on what I know about the character of Sarah, and what I know about other movies that star sad loners, i.e. Joker, I'm not convinced that she's not just making this shit up. Like, I'm starting to think, what if all these people are like, all, what if all these people that we've met are just made up in her mind? But anyway, uh, between meeting him and their first date, things just get weirder. Her dreams become much more vivid, the nosebleeds become more frequent, and sleepwalking becomes so intense that she starts waking up miles from her home. So as all of this intensifies, the questions and the theories mount. Is she being abducted by aliens? Is there some kind of weird time warp she keeps falling into? Did Sarah's dad see Nikki's dad commit a crime, and Sarah's dad use that to blackmail Nikki's dad into forcing Nikki to be friends and roommates with Sarah? This thought alone hooks me into seeing this through to the end. As Sarah and American Chris O'Dowd, whose name, by the way, is Darren in the movie, which is also the name of the main character of Sarah's favorite show that she obsesses over, and that is a whole other level of weird that I do not have time to get into right now. But anyway, so as these two go on their first date, Sarah reveals just a taste of her crazy. They both bond over a shared interest in the paranormal, and Sarah just blurts out in a half-manic rant her conspiracy on alien abduction and aliens using humans as thermometers to gauge life on Earth or some shit. I don't know. But then Darren just basically says, yeah, that sounds about right. And he was cool with it! He didn't freak out or head for the hills or anything! Until, after their date, they're both grooving and filling each other, and Sarah decides to reveal the rest of her crazy. Long story short, she has... Darren drive her to the cemetery where her mom is buried. Oh yeah, her mom died. And in full-on manic mode this time, starts shouting about how they have to dig up her mom so they can get her DNA to prove her theory that she, Sarah, has in fact been cloned by aliens and is her own grandmother. What is going on? Needless to say, Darren freaks out and tries to calm her down. Sarah is on the verge of a breakdown and becomes suspicious of Darren and pleads with him to leave. 
So he does. Homeboy just gets in his car and drives away. With her life unraveling, Horse Girl ends up having a complete mental breakdown and is hospitalized. And at this point, this is where I lost all sense of direction of where I thought this movie was possibly going. As she begins counseling sessions with her social worker, played by one half of the Duplass brothers, she buys fully into her reality she's created of alien abduction and grandma cloning. You should really just watch for yourself, but I wouldn't really recommend it. After three days at this hospital, Horse Girl is released back into the wild as she has somehow convinced the doctors she is a normal, functioning human being. At this point, I'm thinking, this is so weird. Who cares anymore? I might as well hop on board with her choices. So I do. And I watch as she fully transforms herself into her grandmother with an old dress she inherited from she inherited from her, steals this horse she's been obsessing about over throughout the whole movie, and walks into the woods to get abducted by aliens, thus starting the whole thing over again. Without a doubt, this is easily one of the most bizarre movies I've ever seen in my life. Alison Brie admittedly delivers a powerhouse performance as a kind yet super oddball horse girl. However, due to the insanely weird storyline and so-so performances from everyone else, I give this movie two and a quarter stars. Alright, so last episode it was two two tummy thumbs ups, and this time two and a half quarter stars. Yeah, what is the conversion rate on that? Uh, I don't know. We've got some breaking news that Mob needs to Breaking break. news for Mob, apparently. This is breaking crazy. news. Crazy. This is a Cineboys exclusive. I got this from a unnamed source. But if you go to Tom Hanks's Instagram, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson have contracted coronavirus. Holy you heard it here first. Wait, hold on. Tom Hanks. While has Tom coronavirus. was giving his horse girl review, it was released that Tom Hanks has coronavirus and a national treasure. Why does everyone else's accomplishments always overshadow mine? <laughs> Congratulations, so, I guess. This podcast will come out over the weekend, so it'll be like old news by then. But wow. Right. No, but this they got our live reaction to it. Doesn't matter. NBA, we got it recorded. Apparently, Trump just suspended flights uh, to and from Europe. The world's breaking down around us right now. Wow. Well, and you heard it here nuts. first. Credit us. At yeah. the Boys. Breaking. We're, we're here to bring the breaking news that we read <laughs> off of Twitter. That you definitely won't have heard. Well, thanks, Tom. Sorry that it got uh, overshadowed there by yeah. our breaking news, but good Whatever. review. I, I probably won't <laughs> probably hey. won't check out that movie. Journalism doesn't sleep. I every time I thought you were done with your review, Tom, you just said, and it gets even crazier. <laughs> you said yeah. that like four times. What a crazy what a movie. It, I didn't I didn't want it to be this long of a review, but I feel like I had to cover as many bases as I could, and there are still so many things I did not talk about. You guys, I should just send you my notes I took while watching this movie. It was wild. All right. Well, well thanks for doing that, Tom. Absolutely. You know, you my basically pleasure. saved us from having to watch yeah, it. I'm so. glad I could do you that service. Well, now it's time to get to everybody's favorite part of the show. Where you nerds try to stump me and stick steps to Kevin Bacon, I don't think you're gonna do it. Um, I'm ready. You, who do you got? Come uh, on, stump me. Uh, it's not gonna stump you, but uh, we'll go with Elizabeth Moss uh, because Elizabeth I Moss. don't want to see Invisible Man. So you should. Go. It's so good. I will not see it. Nope. Fine. Too scared. I'll, I'll get Coward. started in a second. But to be fair, Elizabeth Moss is in the Invisible Man. And Kevin Bacon was in a movie called Hollow Man, where he Ooh. was the Invisible Man. Anyways, that doesn't count, so I'm going to go ahead and get to it. I'm about to take off my headphones. You guys can talk to yourself, and I'll let you know when I'm ready. All right, here we go. Hey, Tom. What's up? 
I know you wanted to address uh, Indiana Jones. The floor is yours. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I actually forgot all about that, and I forgot all the points I was going to make. Other than the fact, I am really excited for a fifth Indiana Jones. Just don't, don't, don't smile at me like that. I, I'm a sucker for a good Harrison Ford adventure flick, and I, admittedly, the last one was not good. But I think it's time for a new one to redeem that hot pile of garbage. Will, Will Shia LaBeouf be in the new one? I sure hope. That's not. what I want to know. I don't know. I just I think it's funny because I knew you'd be excited about it, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's your cup of tea. It's not mine. I hey. think if I am, I was thinking about this too. Back on the whole sick day movie thing. If I am gonna like. Got have it. a whole sick day, and I'm just got nothing I'm else done. to do. I'm gonna turn on probably Indiana Jones and watch the first three. Got it done. All right. So Elizabeth Moss was in The Invisible Man with Aldous Hodge, who is in Straight Outta Compton with uh, Paul Giamatti, who is in The Amazing Spider-Man with Emma Stone, who is in Crazy Stupid Love with Kevin Bacon. Oh, nice. Boom, boom. Too easy. That was an easy one. Although the only I movie almost, I could think of that had Emma Stone in it, or um, not Emma Stone, who had uh, uh, Elizabeth Moss in it, was Invisible Man. That's the only movie I can think of. That's why I did it because I couldn't. I like West Wing and uh, and uh, Don Draper. Can't remember the Mad Man. Madman. There it is. Yeah. Thought of it. TV shows don't didn't, count. Didn't man. need help. <clears throat> Oh well. Well, hey, um, that's great. So that's bringing us up pretty much to the end of the episode. Um, before we go though, Mob, could you um, just share one more tip, just so everyone can stay safe out there uh, yep. as we battle coronavirus and as I, people. And yeah, and I think this is the best tip to leave you with. Um, if you have fever, cough, and difficulty breathing, seek medical care early. Stay at home if you feel unwell. If you have a fever, cough, and difficulty breathing. You know, those three things that normally have coronavirus attached to them. Seek medical attention and call in advance. Follow the directions of your local health authority. National and local health authorities will have the most up-to-date information on the situation in your area. Calling in advance will allow your health care provider to quickly direct you to the right health facility. This will also protect you and help prevent spread of the viruses and other infections. Awesome. Thanks, Mob. I I can honestly say after this episode, I do feel safer. I don't know yeah. about you guys. I feel great. Stay away from I, Tom Hanks and his wife. I don't think Yeesh. Tom Hanks feels the same way, but I feel safe. Ooh, that's well, very, very fast for a joke. All right, well, that's pretty much it. Uh, Tom, you got anything you want to plug before we go? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry. Sorry, you sound very sad. That was such a sad no. I I just okay. don't have anything to plug right now. Okay, that's fine. Kevin, what about you, man? What you got going on? Uh, I'll have to go the opposite of Tom and say no. I don't. Very positive. Okay. No. Uh, my we, my plug actually is just uh, don't sneeze on me, please. And thank good, you. Good plug. Good plug. Mobby, get anything you want to plug? Yeah, this episode brought to you by Call of Duty Modern Warfare Warzone because I'm not playing that right now. Can we and say instead, that? Instead, I'm talking to you, fellas. Are we allowed to say that? That seems like a lie. I don't know. <laughs> Guess we're gonna find out. I mean, well, that's I'm my plan for tonight. No, They're not giving us here. money, so.
Cool. All right. Well, uh, yeah. So that's, uh, you know, I'll just go ahead and plug us since, you know, we have, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram, the Cineboys, B O I Z pot, or yeah, just the Cineboys uh, on uh, Twitter and Instagram, uh, Cineboys podcast at gmail.com. Email us. Um, you know, we didn't have any, any, uh, new mail anything new to talk about as far as you guys reaching out to us this week but feel free any questions you got we'll we'll go over it um and then yeah um this yeah what day is it it's wednesday so this episode will be available this weekend uh and yeah um all right guys that's it you guys have a good night bye. bye